If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with the one and only, <laughs> the one and only, the only one, <laughs> Christina Wong. I own the domain name, so yes. yes. She is is very, very possessive over her own name. Yes. You, only, you can only have one name per at SAG. Like, you have to right. add an initial, if you're the, and, I, and I'm sitting on it. Now, for you people who don't know you, you plebes, you pedestrians who don't know what SAG is. Yeah. Nothings. It's the Screen Actors Guild where the majority of the people um, are unemployed. Uh, they belong to it. So Yeah, so take that other Christina Wongs. Yeah, yeah. All you other Christina Wongs. Who are unemployed. Uh, with your actors. with with your with your health benefits. Ooh, and your and your 401ks and your job security and your happiness. Children. Yeah. And your your American dream. Mm. Speaking speaking of not not speaking of American dreams, um Thanks for being on. <laughs> so we are going to talk about you and about stuff, and then we're going to play a fun little game. I've never played a fun little game on here. Uh-oh. I briefed you to make sure it was cool. I yeah. didn't want to play it on you and be like, no, only serious business. Um, so I never played a game on here, so we're going to play um, a game. So it's, you know, it's it's like kind of like um, just kind of testing it on you, I guess. Yeah. Why not, right? We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, so um, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. Performance artist, comedian. Perf- yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's... I have so much stuff on stage. It's so much stuff. Like, yeah, like, oh, so, so what do and you do? And I get do? grants. So oh. <laughs> most comedian... Comedian is a lowbrow word and they don't right. get grants. Um, but a performance artist gets grants. But so if that's... I, like, write it in, like, fancy lettering or something like that... Um, no Comic Sans. Like, no Comic Sans. Once you throw Comic... Comic Sans is, like, the... Forget it. And death to grants. And each... each death to art cred. Each letter a different color. No good. Oh, no, no, no. No bubble letters. No. Like, maybe, like, a Futura. Yeah. That's good for, like, a ransom note. If you're writing like a ransom note, good for ransom notes, not good for grants, everybody. So don't mix them up. Or wingdings if you want to do <laughs> yeah. a commentary and translation. If you want to get weird. Um, and you perform solo. You're a like a solo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I perform with people, but but for the most part, most of my, sh- pretty much all my shows, it's just me on stage. So do you like that? I mean, I'm assuming you do. But is what what made you? Because I uh, <laughs> I do a lot of live performances, sketch and improv, and I prefer I don't do stand up. People mm-hmm. assume that I do, um, but I prefer to be around other uh, good looking, talented people um, and just kind of ride their and ride their coattails. Yeah. Um, I you know I don't know where this happened that I ended up maybe it's I don't know if it's the doesn't play nice with others thing about me or it's just I haven't found the tribe that I that will really run the whole way with me. I would love to have that posse that's just like let's just go to a show. But whenever I had done that 
in my you know like out of college or it's like this this it's like I'm either dragging people and at one point I did try to do a play with four people and it was so difficult like as I it, the brunt of like raising the funds and booking everything just sort of fell on me and it was just a lot to wear all those hats and care I felt like a single mom and not as an insult to single moms but it just with like grown there's a, a lot ac- of single moms children. listening right now <laughs> I have a big it was, single mom it was, audience it was, it, was very, it was very it was really hard and I guess the one thing about doing it myself is like it can just get done I know I can get it done and um and it's just cheaper to tour like it's all it's really difficult to to say to a theater okay 15 of us are going to come and we each need this to to have a semi-living wage or even illegal living wage um at least it's just me I I can you know I can take the the check and sort of kind of live on it and and, you know uh you can always count on yourself yeah you know, and you know, you—it's all the risk, but all the reward. Mm-hmm. And too. then, you know, I can't blame any. You know, I can blame an audience, but, uh, and I've seen performers who do that, and it, it's not. <laughs> oh, the, you <laughs> blame really the sad. audience. You blame the the seats. You blame the weather. You know, there's a holiday three weeks ago. You know, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of things you can blame. I can blame. Um, you know, I've talked to another solo performer, and we've said that we both have huge. We've talked about how we both have anxiety in crowd situations, but something, but something about doing a show where we're the only ones on stage, we really like that. And I think it's there is an anxiety that I and I wonder if other comedians have it too, where we're, we're you're in a party and you're just like, how do I talk to people? But when every when everyone is there for you, for the most part, and you're giving them something clear back that you think they should be enjoying, then it's a very clear relationship. And all the industry that's there can just focus on you. Yeah, All, all the industry. All, so much industry. And the, the big stacks of money. They're like, uh, we had this contracts. endowment and these contracts yes. and this record deal. Yeah. Who do we give it to? Yeah. This one, right. The only person. Um, do you have a, uh, like a, a city or an area that uh, like responds to you the best traditionally and one that does the least traditionally or is it all love all the time? Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you about different reactions I've had. Uh, San Francisco seems to be a really good city. That's my hometown. Um, LA has been good. Uh, uh, there are some towns with older shows that I had to cut jokes out. I had jokes that I think really make, I, you know, I'm Chinese American. No one can see me right now, but yes. And you would never guess I, by your name. I am that hot exotic Thing that all white men want at the end of the day. When well, they I don't hit know. I don't, I, don't know I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking um, about. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, uh, I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, had to cut jokes out because there was no. I guess because I grew up in San Francisco and I live in LA, like I'm used to having enough Asian people in the audience that there's specific in jokes that I direct to them. But when those communities aren't even there, it's like San Antonio, Texas, I had to cut a couple jokes out. Uh, what else? Um, uh, you had to, or you chose Alaska? Like, or well, just... I specifically pick and point at some woman in, in this very competitive yeah. way, yeah. which is sort of how I get around other Christina Wongs. Yeah. Is, uh, I go, don't take my topic. Don't take my show topic. Yeah. And it's this, it's, it kind of makes sense. I think among Asian Americans is sort of like, Oh no, there can only be one of us. Um, and, so, and that joke doesn't make sense when you are, when you are the only one right, <laughs> in that yeah. town. Um, yeah. I mean, some things I, I think I'm, I'm definitely referencing like a, a history of humor and jokes. And then I come to these small towns where they've never seen a solo performer before. So they have no context for all the work that I'm, the exhausting work that I'm referencing. Um, so, so more is those kind of factors. Right. So, I mean, do you, um, I mean, do you see it as like, 
you know, because you, you could be you stay in your kind of theoretical comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, play metropolitan you know, cities. Yeah. That goes for you know goes for for you know a lot of people and a lot of things. But do you feel like it's important to to go to those places that you know a little less Christina Wong saturated? Yeah, no, totally. And I think you know, if anything, what I've learned is. Um, I think after the first Bush election, when they began to talk about red states and blue states, it felt like, especially after uh, uh, Palin, with Sarah Palin and John McCain like running as a ticket, like how how is that? That's so crazy. And I went to Alaska like right after that, and I was convinced, oh man, they're they're gonna be so backwards, and and everyone's gonna be looking into the horizon of Russia, and um, and. It, it, I think just there's something about LA where, where at least in the worlds that I travel in, that, that that people are able to sort of tuck themselves away and people who share the same politics. But there are places like Alaska, and their philosophy is very much like, uh, at least as it was quoted to me, is, well, we all have to get through the winter together. So you've got like people with staunchly different political views who are neighbors and interact together, but they've, but they very much live in a different sort of community together where they don't just hole up and. You know, and if they have to go to you know to your show together just to stay warm, yeah. you know what I mean. Do that's it. What they have to do, and you're just sending out that Asian heat like right from the stage. Yeah, that hot, burning hot, it up. Hot. Like, why ship a mail order bride all the way from Asia when you can just come to my show? Right. And, right. And you bleed. and and then not go home with me. It's fantastic. Yeah. So it's 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 completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted to jump straight to this, but like, uh, there's not, there's a, a thing. I, I like experiencing Tinder in every uh, city. Oh yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> and like, I think there's something like the small town Tinder effect where I like in LA, I'm like a seven, and then in any small town that's not Los Angeles, I'm like a twenty. You know. Yeah. And I, it's like they've all like swiped each other to death, right? You know. And then it's like I come to town. It's like I get to pit my pick. Of like the best of the whatevers, you know. Yeah. Um, is that something you do? I just as, jumped right into that. Is that something <laughs> you do as like a social experiment that we're gonna call it? Or are we doing it like you're actually like seeing what's up? Well, <laughs> all these euphemisms. Yeah. Um. Well, one, it's like when you tour alone, it's lonely, and and there's only so much that the people the theater can come hang out with me, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's it's uh, audience recruitment, um, and sometimes it's just like curiosity just to see like who what is life like in this town, and I think that's the thing I've been touring for like ten years is I get to go to all these towns and just sort of imagine very briefly what it might be like to live there yeah. and uh, what it would be like to, to have a life there and who would my friends be and I, I, something about LA is just especially because I leave all the time it just feels very frenetic and crazy and it's like swimming upstream and uh, there's sort of a nice calmness in these other small towns that is very charming like I'm in love with Vermont the, oh. I don't know how I would forge uh, the same kind of life there that I have here but it, it's just there's a lot of charm about that sort of quiet and that anti uh, big box culture. What what um, where has been the hottest the hottest Tinder matches? Been? Um, I feel like because you know I feel like like L A or it's you know it's gonna be like a lot of headshots. Which I don't is know. Like you know actually I don't think I've used it as much as I claim to. I was more just looking. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you where where I go. Uh, anywhere in the Central Valley between okay. the drive between San Francisco and uh, L A. Okay. I don't know if you ever looked. It's, oof. Oof. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> not great. I just, I just, I just um, enjoy nature, so I'm not looking. But I did. I think from touring, <laughs> I would say Miami, yeah. like gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous people in Miami. Yeah. Um, 
you know, really Pitbull, late. I mean, Pitbull talks about Miami all the time, so he wouldn't lie to me. He would never lie to he me. He would never lie Mr. to Mr. International? Us. I don't think so. Um, the, uh, let's see. Vermont, I think, is really, it's like a lot of p- pictures of guys holding fish. Yeah. Um, and beards and stuff. Lots of beards. Yeah. Lots of flannel. Yeah. So um, pretty much like L.A., I mean, like yeah, it's like I was like, oh wow, like people actually like who uh, look like lumberjacks, but for function, right? Yeah, they're doing it not for fashion to stay, you know, to stay warm and mm-hmm. and, and yeah, not not to be like, oh, I want to shake it up for my new headshots. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sticking it to people with with headshots. Um, so okay, let's go. I'm going to jump right to something mm-hmm. that I think is important. So you have a. I don't remember the exact title, but you'll you'll tell me it has something to do with like why, and I think it's a total myth. Why white guys like Asian girls? Don't you have like a formal? Like, I I did well, I, like kicked up my whole career. Well, it, there's a few projects I've yes. done. When I was in college, I did a project called BigBadChineseMama.com. That was okay. a fake mail order bride website. Okay, you still look fine on the web, and the idea was that uh, this is pre social media is you would look up Asian women on the internet and most of what you would find um, immediately said pornography sites or mail order bride websites. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, if you looked for black women and, and like the adjectives for, for different races of women were just very coded. Like for, for, for Asian women, it was like demure and sweet. And the black women was like wild. Uh, and then jungle prints would like show up and mm-hmm. stuff. It, it was like every, like just the basest stereotypes of each race. So, so that was that project. I thought it was that it was an old hat. It was really successful and also very scary for me. Cause I just, this was like very early aughts. Um, when people were still doing dial up when I built this website and, um, to have like people who were like, I'm from the KKK send hate mail was really scary. So I sort of retreated more to making live work, which I could spend more time and be more, cause I felt like in that format, you're constantly having to scream at the loudest voice at back, right back at people. Um, and then a few years ago, I wrote a blog for ExoJane called Nine Whack Things White Guys Say to Deny Their Asian that's it, Fetish. That's yeah. It, that's it. And that, um, a lot of that was because, like, when I was a teenager and in college, like, the guys who, like, would specifically pray for, after me were just, like, it was so easy to spot them. Like, they would follow me around the grocery store. They Like, even downstairs, the security guard was like, ni hao. And I'm just like, yeah, did you just say hi? Or just, like, he didn't even check me in. Like, he asked yeah. me immediately, like, what's your nationality? I'm like, it's ethnicity. It's ethnicity, not nationality. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but I gave him a pass because he's from Jamaica. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I I think he's just still like getting a grasp of how to ask people, just like just interrogate people on their identity as soon as they walk right through the door. And uh, anyway, I was just I, I just find that like at least online I would um, meet men and then find out or white men I, I date everybody right but like with white men in specific I'd find out they'd have these long histories of dating nothing but Asian women, and it was really uncomfortable for me and uh, and. I um, and I was really fooled. I was like, "How am I the same person who made a fake mail to bride website and didn't catch this?" And um, uh, and it's because I was like, "Wow, it's like this two point." Like they got smarter about how they they don't like follow you around or show up in your Japanese class or um, <laughs> or just make a beeline to you. Like right. they have tattoos now and they play in bands and uh, and they just have sort of blended in with cool looking people, but they only date Asian women. And so I wrote that, um, which is really frustrated. It actually came because I was really frustrated with the way some of the online dialogue I was reading after the Zimmerman, George Zimmerman who murdered 
Trayvon Martin and 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 just how like sloppy people talked about race and how sloppy uh, like and in particular this one person I dated who was like this white guy covered in tattoos like Trayvon was shot because he was black I could be shot because I have tattoos and I'm like it really is not the same thing yeah. and it's it, and and I, and it was, I found it really. Um, I was just really annoyed that he made that about him. And, and I had asked him before, so what's with all these like Asian women, like that you date in your life. And he was just like, and then he immediately like flips out and, and is like, well, what if, is, if, if a guy likes, if you like someone who just, who like dresses a certain way, is that a fetish? And it's just like, but I'm not, this is not a costume. Like yeah. what I'm, I didn't go to the face store and put on Chinese face today. Yeah. Um, and I think that that sort of way of talking about race and like these, with these false equivalencies and things like that was very frustrating. And I just wrote that more because it was about the, like the difficulties that I found men had, especially white men uh, talking about race and, uh, and how quick they were to deflect. Um, and then it caught a lot of hate mail and a lot of and a huge response. And it was weird because when I do shows, I see my audience members, so I feel like I'm very prolific. And then it was like this whole other level of prolific. And and unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, those blogs have like preceded this amazing body of work I have as a live performer. But it's also brought an audience to my shows. So uh, so after that, it was just like I went on like the yellow yellow fever like press train like and then uh, uh, Fusion, a TV station, asked me to do an interview about. Uh, uh, there's some data revealing that Asian women were the most desired by men of all races on some dating app, and I was like, I think I remember reading that in my it, researches. I was yeah, looking for those. Kinds of <laughs> and it's a video that went viral. It was an interview that went viral because I was like. This is the most frustrating thing sometimes, especially as a, a woman of color, is like being made to like answer very complicated things that have to deal with like entire histories and entire constructions and they want around you to race. Sum it up and, and sum it up in a fraction yeah. of four minutes, right? And so I thought, okay, what's the comedian's approach to this? Is I'll just approach this as if it's a great, fantastic thing. I can do whatever the hell I want because no matter what, at the end of the day, some white guy's gonna, some crazy white guy's gonna want to get with this. No matter, statistically, someone wants me and so I'm blowing my nose on camera I'm spitting I throw like the Flavor Flav Viking hat on I'm like you know I'm just so obnoxious and just like yeah come get it come get it you know this is my world's a buffet and and I think that was the better way to approach it than me going well if you look at the history of how uh, Asian women have been uh, portrayed just flip it on them yeah just flip it as like this like let's just own it and show how ridiculous um this is and and how now in ways I don't even have to worry about being seen as a stereotype because now I can just do whatever I want and this idea that anyone will just want this which they do kind of sort of not I mean you <laughs> you said it yourself and you're in LA 7 I mean you you gave yourself that thing which is... uh, yeah yeah I do think yeah LA 7 I mean, in this but, room right um, now, you're a four between Andrew oh, and I. Oh, ouch. Yeah, yeah no, because Andrew and I are the hottest guys. <laughs> He's always telling me, so. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough room, though. It's a very tough room in and here. Andrew's, Andrew's an eight, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. He's it's, wearing all black. I mean, it's that what silent want? sound engineer thing. He's got, it's so mysterious um, behind he, that desk. But he's sitting on a motorcycle right now, too, so <laughs> you can't see. Uh, so uh, let me, like, because I, you know, I have a, you know, a lot of people that listen, and, you know, we talk about dating. It's a, it's a huge male audience. Do you think, okay, uh, for the guy Dicks. Who, okay, sorry. Yeah, I didn't um, say that because now. <laughs> medium-sized, just medium-sized dicks. We're early on in this. Um, just, I don't want to get too crazy. <laughs> Uh, 
for the guy you know that you you say listen you know, i see you you seem to exclusively date asian women if they're just like yeah i do that's just i like what i like is is that i'm gonna say what's okay or not okay but i mean that's obviously a better way to go i mean it's the honest thing instead of being like well you know, right, deflecting. Well, you do this and you do that. Well, yeah, fine. that's not, uh, that to me is sort of, pres- like, I used to just go, okay, and give up. Just yeah. like, oh, at least you're a warm body. Come yeah. here. Yeah. And now I just, I feel like if there's at least the openness to talk about where that comes from, yeah. like, I still have a lot of friends from those days who, who, date or and married to Asian women, but they're very honest about how to talk about it. And they understand, I think in situations when things come up, like moments in the news around police brutality or, mm-hmm. or just clearly racist things happen, they will step up. And to me, those, you know, as much as they will only also date Asian women, they are able to talk about race and, and be advocates uh, and allies uh, on behalf of other people of color. And I feel like if you can at least do that, I feel like rather than just like make it all about you and your insecurities in this moment and how ins- you know how how uh, ashamed you feel and how and now we have to deal with that, um, then I don't really you know care to have a relationship with you. Certainly not a romantic one, but um, it's yeah. I mean, I, I guess for me, I it's about uh, being able to talk in general uh, uh, very clearly about. Race. I'm not totally opposed to it, but I, uh, I just want to be able to like have you know, a conversation that's not just based. You're hot. You're hot. You're hot. Like I'm too old now to, to just let a relationship be about that. That was like all of me at 33. Are you, just I mean this is just a, yeah. Are you predominantly interested in white guys? No, I'm I'm kind of sick of white guys now. I'm sorry. Me too. I Did mean, it. enough Did is it. enough. Did Been it. There. Done. Done that. We're good. No. Um, <laughs> not really. I, I, not, no. I, um, I have, I've dated a plenty of many, but, um, I think now as I, I, I I'm finding it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not, it's not something that it's, that I find myself. Like I ask, I ask now deal breakers, and um, and one of them is, do you think white privilege is a real thing, and uh, and are you a feminist, and and just uh, and also, do you feel that the um, the verdict of the cops that killed Eric Garner or Michael Brown were the, were those just verdicts? Uh, are those, is is and, that your kind of like first date leading? Yeah, questions? no, just, that's before open... the first date. Got it, got it, got it. And I lose a lot of them very quickly. Yeah, but. Um, which I'm fine with, because I, I just feel like it's not that I want to sit there and let's talk about, you know, police brutality People got, yeah. all day. But at least if we can get on the same page, um, then we can just move on to yeah, know, dry I mean, then why, why we, you know what I mean? Because then we're just going to find out later on that we, you know, uh, you know, uh, don't agree on social issues and we have yeah. different um, values. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to just kind of go bad. Everyone well, starts to look the same, too, on yeah. The internet does that make sense? Like it's the same guy holding a beer. Yeah. The same guy in the driver's seat with a seatbelt over his chest. <laughs> same like same guy at the LACMA lamps. You know, it's just. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like I, and I I think you know I just appreciate a sort of openness and honesty and a, a sort of level of social education around things and that those are the things I value now. So what are like I mean this is not f- for me but I have some friends who uh, are just <laughs> so narrow-minded. Um, this is for them. Mm-hmm. What are some of the whack, whack things that white guys do? 
Oh, say? Yeah, well, yeah, say. Oh, my God, I got to jog back into this essay that I wrote. I can look it up. I mean, I can Yeah, we can look it up. I think one was like... uh, And I'll, I'll, you know... One that I actually did hear over 10 years ago was, well, my great-grandfather was Russian, looked Asian. Isn't that weird? That's not a good... That's not a good... (laughs) It's not the same as having a of the. I just. I, I, are you implying that you're somehow Asian or yeah. that your or you grandfather get it. was Asian, or you get it because he had really small eyes or dark hair? Like I don't. I don't understand what that is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, uh, another's um. Uh, oh, I got guys. it. I'm I'm right here. Okay. It's 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 good. Yeah, I spelled whack the same. See, there's you know, did you mean whack? I think the whack- editor actually changed it because I had ten things and then they they actually deleted one of them. Oh. I can't remember what it was. Censorship. I know. Exo Jane censorship, <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, what is there? Um, it, it's um the Sideshow Network uh, TV internet is top notch, top notch. No, I'm you know I'm actually on um not on the Wi-Fi. Oh, so um, it's really good. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I, I, I will, uh, I will um, pull it up. And again, this is not. I, I am. This is not for me at all. This is. I just have friends, and like they just, uh, they're just so wack. Um, I think the big one is, um, well, if you only date white guys, don't you have a white fetish? And I think that goes in a larger conversation. I feel like we, the the dominant culture that we live in, has been shaped by white men, and so. To this idea of like <laughs> that, that a white man like seeking out specifically an Asian woman is a different dynamic than a white woman just seeking out white men because it's like it's like we like I I feel like so much of uh, what has made me different is constantly being assimilated into a certain kind of whiteness so it's a different dynamic yeah. than uh, there's a lot of white me, around like, I mean it's hard to not different. you know what I mean yeah. like there's um, you know I read you know I, in, in my research I read something I thought that was interesting and it talked about um, the uh, I guess the I don't know what, what you want to call it statistically black women have the least amount of matches or the least or, amount of matches yeah, yeah because um, black guys uh, you know like um, tend to favor more ma- other, least, other women other women why black, whatever right. um, or what and, were you going to say <laughs> um, I, I was probably going to say something very racist no I'm just <laughs> no I probably was uh, and then um, you know uh, white guys either you know like uh-huh. matched more with white women or you yeah. know n- not black so the the, the black women kind of got you know the least least pick of the litter yeah um, you think that you think that's do you think there's something to that yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean you're, that's you're Asian, don't you know? <laughs> you're wise, well, don't you know? Well, I think then asking that question, like uh, when people say I don't see race or 
things like that, then why are these stats coming out yeah. the way they do? Or why? Uh, and that's one of the other whack things is, well, I don't see race, which is crazy. Like, we all see race. Oh, like yeah. the, <laughs> you, you know, whether you know it, it's not that you go through the world going, I hate you because you're black. I, but I, but there are subconscious cues uh, that that are playing out, especially when you look at things like like match rates and stuff like Asian men for some reason my my male counterparts are not are not matching very well on these websites and uh and and are seen as emasculated or not seen as partners and then when you look on what's on television do we see a lot of uh, Asian male Too many. Leads. Nope, not, not enough. No. Nope, not enough. Was that the right answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to let the whole world know yeah. that if you think that Asian men, if you, you know, if you subscribe to these stereotypes, Asian men have small penises mm. or whatever, I can show you all sorts of stuff on my iPhone. You can send that would you prove could, yeah, yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah. And also, disproof but well there could be something to the amount of volume you know there's always things like what is the volume you know what Mm -hmm. i mean what are the volume of 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 the different you know races or ethnicities on these sites too to take into consideration i mean is it like a baseline you know is are they all equally represented or is it based on a hundred a hundred a hundred a hundred um, you know, if they're, if it's a, a hundred person um, case study or something like that, yeah. it's just are, are there less you know uh, black women on the site itself? So I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but that it, I just wonder. I thought maybe there, I guess there was something to that. Um, but I'm, 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 listen, more for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? More for me. More for me. More, more for me. us. More for us. So, so I, yeah. I got some. Uh, uh, nine whack things I've actually been told by eightish. No. Asian fetish guys in denial. Yeah. Number one, I can't be accused of having an Asian fetish because my, here we go, my Russian great-grandfather looked Asian. Um... Uh, I think Latoya <laughs> Jackson looks Thai on the We Are the World album cover. Uh, album cover. I remember that. Yeah, she does yeah. look Thai. Yeah, she does. Uh, she looks all sorts of yeah. <laughs> things. Um, so yeah, I guess that is that thing where it's like I, I have a I work with a black guy. Like I can't be. Yeah, like, I can do. I, My sits, best friend is. Yeah, it's like right in the cubicle next to. Like he's in the cubicle next to me, Greg. Look, we're we're talking. Look, yeah, we're talking. Come on. Um, if I had a really, if I really had an Asian fetish, I'd be buying sex slaves. Off. Did somebody say this mm-hmm, to you? Mm-hmm. A human person. Yes, real the thing? guy, the guy with the tats, Glenn. Oh, Glenn, called him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, not. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> I'd be buying sex slaves. Off. Yeah, like because that's the only way fetish can play out in these very specific, like dark, illegal yeah. ways. Um, um, I mean, I mean the same way. It's like to me, that's like when people, I'm not racist. I don't use the N word, yeah. or like that. It has to play out in these big, spectacular, event ways. Yeah, and, and um, how yeah. is being into Asian women any different than women being only into guys who wear glasses or have certain color hair? Um, that's he's got a point there. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, watch as I rip my face away. Up, and there's somebody more away. Asian under there. Yeah. Yeah, just like a super Asian. Um, I can't believe you'd be like, I would just be buying, like that's an option to me. Like I could be buying sex leads at the end of the yeah. I'm choosing not to. <laughs> uh, see, I'm doing it mellow style, so you're lucky. Yeah, see, my, he maybe watched too much Law and Order SVU or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it exists or whatever, but I'm sure like, I don't know. Oh, let's go to number four. I lived in China slash Japan slash Thailand slash Mongolia slash studied Buddhism for a year. I know more about your culture than you. Yeah, I would get that. That was a pickup line I used to get. Like I'd be, I'd be like, oh, hello, why are you right in my face? And yeah. then a lot of Mongolias. Uh, not a lot of Mongolia, but yeah. that 
I am, I guess, admittedly using that as sort of the turn. The Mongols, yeah. Like, we didn't talk about them. Um, uh, but, the, yeah, <laughs> there is – well, here's the thing. I think it would be like if you, you know, for whatever reason if it made sense mm-hmm. and you referenced China, it'd be like, oh, I was in, you know, I was in China, um, you know, for the summer and, you know, whatever, as as something to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I like study – the fact that you studied Buddhism for a year, I think this is probably the most embarrassing – Thing. Glenn studied Buddhism. This guy Glenn is just getting yeah. burnt alive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're just. I getting, love it. I'm I so love, powerful. I'm on yeah. a podcast. And his name is Glenn. Well, I mean, did, is it, I mean, his name's Glenn. Two ends. One end. One end. All right, but still, his name was Glenn. Kind of your bad, a little bit. Is that is that a, a fetish name, or we're gonna instate that? In, no, this in is like a white guy, fetish. kind of like, uh, kind of like Glenn. Is I actually reference you know I actually reference Glenn's because uh, my fiance um, is uh, originally from Canada because uh-huh. I have this huge Canadian fetish Ooh. so oh my god and you can um, Ooh, the Mounties uh, yeah mm. and they buy you they buy white guys from America off the internet so it's mm. really great <laughs> but I always reference this this fictitious guy Glenn that used to date uh-huh. uh, and I just had it's just the whitest the whitest name I could think of um, mm. was Glenn uh, another whitey white name um, all of them yeah. Pretty much. Uh, how about Greg? How about Christina? And Christina, but not with the K, because yeah. that's kind of like, ooh. Um, what else? No, what else f- did I write? Oh, I'm getting to number five. I don't see race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, we do. You do see it. I mean, you see. I'm colorblind. Mm-hmm. That old thing. Yeah. I'm colorblind. Um, oh, it was just so unproductive. Like yeah. not seeing race. I think is a certain racism not recognizing difference i think i think the the problem with like the let's all hold hands and act like we all get along thing is actually ignored that we do have difference and we have to talk about this difference and not just you know like a benetton ad is that yeah. too old is that too old a reference no. i mean you might reference we other worlds so are they still in business benetton did I all this like, i don't know hundred dollar sweatshirts and then yeah ads of cars on fire yeah did that work out for them and i you know there's a lot of like a lot of, yeah, a lot of hand holding and yeah. uh, the united colors of benetton um oh okay I like this one. This is something I would say. I don't date only Asian women. I once dated a Puerto Rican girl in college. That was like my my old manager was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> how how dare you? Like I once, you yeah. Know it I mean? was I like once... the let me pull this one out of the corner. Um, I like how Puerto Rican is like. It's it's also very specific it's bit, because yeah. like Puerto Rican is a very specific, um, lat Latino. Is that under that Puerto Rican? Would that be Latin? I. I have to admit, I am still a little unclear of the difference between yeah. Latino and Hispanic. And I, I watched Hispanic. a like a BuzzFeed-esque video. Okay. And I still I couldn't remember. Oh, if, it. well, if they don't, if they can't convince you, and if they you, can't explain it, it really quickly, does Andrew? Hispanic is the language. The language is the location. Is is Latin America? Yes. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. Um. Great. I learned more than I did from BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed's not doing anything. No. Um. They're just keeping. The internet alive, but yeah. single-handedly. Uh, number seven: If you only date white men, does that mean you have a white fetish? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, or it means I, that I'm an Asian American, and there's we are like six percent of the population, right? And then if you just count women, it's about three percent. So then. statistically, <laughs> again, those statistics are coming. Yeah. To, uh, but it's, it's, I mean, it seems like the thing is, is like the response is instead of. What if, like, I generally, like, I will date um, all kinds of women because I am um, me. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, it's like I, I generally seem to prefer dark features. 
Mm-hmm. Darker, d- dark mm-hmm. hair, dark features. And I've dark heard skin. this before, the yeah. this dark feature I just, thing. I don't know I, what that is. Well, I also, I something that, you know, again, something that in passing that I read that people see, tend to be attracted to people they not look somewhat like, but like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, dark, I, and I see, I feel like I see it a lot, like dark features and dark features, light features and light features. Um, not Nothing to do with race at all, but like, Somebody with brown hair, somebody with brown hair, somebody mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, dark eyes or, you know, dark skin or whatever. Um, uh, and I just tend to prefer, but then I've really gone like gaga over some like blonde girls, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and I once, I once dated a Puerto Rican girl in college. Oh, so you're off the hook, you I'm non-racist. Good. I'm good. Just every, take clothes, oh, come Oh man, off. we, you are civil rights leader. Non-racist. dated. Non Puerto Rican, he is racist. He's a civil rights and there was now. a black. There was was a black guy. In the oh, next to me. So wow. So wow. Hero, You're so brave. So, so brave. In the face of adversity. You know what I mean. <laughs> in the face of adversity, I I Can stand. I tell you how uncomfortable it is to be that to, to be that I once dated an Asian woman. I don't just date or whatever. Or I dated. A, that's it's not fun. I just say to what to be I, the I legitimizing mean. friend. Not fun. Um, I don't know why you keep insinuating I have white privilege. I grew up working class and was bullied as a kid for my big nose, Jew. Uh, I, I never did not ha- write the the Jew part. I read That's the Jew because well, I'm That's well. Guess what? I have a chip in my shoulder because I'm oh. Jewish theoretically, and uh, so so am I. I, I Just have, a different tribe. Yes, it's called the Chinese. Yes. So um, I feel I never had a white privilege. Um, I mean. Yeah, once because well, once on the internet somebody didn't like my YouTube video too, so I was bullied pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't like my YouTube video, so I was like, "Why are you bullying me? Like, why are you bullying me? That's being bullied." One person did this. Yeah, that's enough. It only takes one person <laughs> to say, "I didn't really, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really, didn't really care for your video," mm. and I was just like, "Bullied." You know what I mean? Oh, I hashtag had, something. I, I've had people come. I was on a um, Howard Stern affiliate show and um it was just a really bad interview from the jump like yeah. they they were like so why do you hate all white people like it was that that was like I'm the, getting to the that. first question I'm getting to that I'm and then to I that. was like whoa <laughs> and yeah and then all his crazy like hillbilly and they're not mm. actually hillbillies they're just hillbillies mm. and they just all like came after me it was really awful and it was it, do you yeah. I mean just like I mean Howard Stern himself I mean he you know probably still has you know maybe equal parts I mean I don't know about now but had as many people like him than dislike him but mm-hmm. that's what you know kind of kept him if, if maybe it was just people that liked him he not, might not be as popular as, as or had yeah longevity. being polarizing definitely has a place in pop culture but I think we got to the point that everything like has to be so shocking to stick to the wall yeah it's just like being reasonable maybe that'll be the new shocking one day when someone goes hey everyone, yeah everyone's gonna like well let's just weigh some facts yeah um okay <laughs> Then uh, lucky number nine. If you can remember number ten, uh, you have it here. Uh, I don't know what it was. Probably about you hating white people. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, when I approach a group of women, I tend to be better at picking up the oh, Asian ones. Yeah, so that's what I tend one. to go for. Um, like we're injured gazelles. Yeah, I mean that's really that's <laughs> that was not... creepy. That actually happened when I was. Oh, uh, and I'm just like. I, I feel like a consolation prize. And, th- and this is the thing, is even when I was in high school and I started noticing the guys that would just go after the white women were like the ones that, the guys that everyone picked on. And even Glenn was like this guy, was like, I always, he, he like has this huge dip on his shoulder about being bullied. And I'm more and more, I'm just like, is this some weird thing where you come to the Asian woman because we like are so like nurturing to you or whatever, or we're like, we are gorgeous, you know, whatever. And is this like this consolation prize for being bullied because 
that's that's how I felt as an Asian woman. I was like when I was in high school because back then it's not like people lined up to date me, but I always knew I could go I could go out with the the creepy guy. Yeah, you always have that. <laughs> I always plan. had that as an option, and I didn't have the self esteem then to be like. That's actually not cool. I should actually raise my standards higher yeah. than this. But not not too much. Not too much. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Let's not cr- get crazy. Let's Let's, not... Why not Why not have a baby with a loser? You know? Um, But the, you grew up in the Bay. You said, I grew up in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Asian people there. Tons. So many. Yeah, it's a super palace. It's like, yeah. Just, I mean, even know. a guy like me could probably do okay there. You know what I mean? I mean, just well, tell now my... it's like tech, tech land. Yeah. I don't even recognize it. I tell them I have a podcast and they will just... Oh my God! It's just such an aphrodisiac, pretty much. Especially the Sideshow Network TV. That's a plug for them. That's a plug for them. Um, so I want to play a game. Uh, I want to, like, I guess, like, I want to. Okay. I, I want to double. Uh, here, oh, don't go anywhere. Get back here. Where are you? Uh, I have a friend. Mm-hmm. Her name is Christina Wong. God damn it! With a C. Oh. I knew her first, uh, so we're gonna. I want. I'm gonna find out who is more Christina Wong, you or Christina Wong. Okay. So what I um I got just a bunch of facts, and then I'm gonna see if I like your answer, um or her answer better. All right. Okay. I'll start Mm. with where are you from? San Francisco. Okay. Her answer is from Texas and Mississippi. Um. Uh, I'm gonna give you the point on that one, because uh, there are more Christina Wongs from San Francisco than there are Texas. In yeah, uh, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you that one because how can you be from both? Yeah, right. Yeah, come on, make up yeah, your mind. How can you be from both? Overachiever. Um, did you ever have an any interesting accent growing up? No. Did you ever adopt any? Did you ever try? I did. Any? I was. I was misadulating guys and dolls, and then that voice stuck with me after the play closed. Like I was uh, weird. I would like yeah. have these weird, yeah, Jewishy so New Yorky accents. Um, she had an uh, Cajun accent growing up. That's cute. Yeah, I'm gonna give her that one. Yeah, that Cajun is hot because theater. I fetishize um, it. Theatery stuff is um, super lame. Mm. I hate the arts. Okay, I hate the arts because I don't get it. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, real life tension now. Yeah. What name? Um, uh, name an injury that you've had. Something, and you got to really sell me this injury because this is pretty good. <laughs> uh, pink eye. A pi- oh man, I I don't want to get into detail about how I got it, but I, I call it broken JJ. Okay. Um, I'm listening. <laughs> Pitch it to me. Uh. Yeah, just my vajayjay crapped out on me, and I was just peeing one day, and blood came out. But not period blood, but that's yeah. as much detail I want to oh, go into. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, I didn't know when you said pink eye, I was just like, and pink eye in my in my eyeballs. Okay, that was in your eyes, the pink yeah. eye. I thought it would, they were connected. With you, no, that's how you got pink but it eye. was at the same time, and I was just. <laughs> It's like my whole body. Oh man! Apart. Okay, well, she was once hit in the head so hard by a dodgeball, <gasps> her brain started bleeding into oh. her neck. You what? I don't know, but you know what? I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you know call what? That. that was my. I threw the ball. Uh, I. I was trying to take out of the Christina. Wolf. Oh man! I mean, the the pink eye did not. I mean, would cannot compete with this. But the other, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna call that. Um, I'm gonna call even on that one because All they're right. both pretty. They're pretty. Um, yeah. Uh. Do you have any um, weird body stuff that you could do? Anything interesting? Anything 
like fun. Um, any quirk, body quirks? I mean, if you beside the bleeding and the pink the eye, farting. Um, yeah, the farting. That's a that's a you know that's a given. Do I? Oh, I can do the centipede. Uh, Breakdance oh. centipede. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. You could pop. I can get height. I can get height. Okay, it. and you could do that pretty much anywhere. It's not like oh, you have to yeah. like this is back in the eighties. No, no. When you listen, we are the world. Do it. Um, she can pop both legs out of her hip sockets, but I'm going to give you. Ooh. This is Christina Wong. She's she's a, she's like she's, she's got a bleeding brain. Yeah. She's like popping. Well, the thing is, she gave me some. Good, she, I, I had her give me some good she com- stuff. She coming. Um, speaking Cajun, it's crazy. Oh, uh, so what is your biggest accomplishment by seventeen? Seventeen. Um, so high school up until I, high school, I won a national speech contest of the state of California. Did that cover the whole state. Yeah, it was mm. called the Voice of America contest. Oh. And what, what did I you have think, to do for that? I think that was, and I was also on the first proactive solutions infomercial. Um, she's a world ranked dog handler by the age of seventeen. What? But guess what? Here's the thing: is <laughs> I think you're making this up. To, uh, to make she is me a very in, no. I listen. I, how can I? I couldn't even make this stuff up. She's just. She's a very. She's very Asian. Do you know what I mean? You get it, right? You, you dated her, didn't you? No. What? You dated her. What are you even talking about? You're, I know. Listen, I know Asian women. She's the woman from Canada. She's no, no, she's not the woman from Canada. She is just a a, a hmm. dear, dear friend, cool friend. <laughs> um, um, I don't see race. P.S. Uh, okay. Well, I look like a white. My grandfather looks like a aging white man. Um, but you know what? You were in the first proactive. So was it weird? Like, were you With like... Judith uh, Light. We met Judith Light. Oh, uh, okay. Someone so I... I think I was like 16 and I would pick up the San Francisco Weekly, the bus stop, and I would just, like the ads in the back were so fascinating because yeah. it was like, it was like, I don't know if you've ever picked up the learning annex, similar oh, thing. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. feels like the whole world is possible. Like, yeah. wow, you could really just learn that or get this. And and it was like, it. I think it just advertised like they needed people for TV testimonial. I was like, TV? And I had my father take me and my friend downtown and... Um, Judith Light was there because she was like the spokesperson, and they gave us samples, and they didn't really work, by the way. Like it I just burns like your my, face, right? It burns, yeah. and I'm like teenage hormones cannot. Did you fight eat it at that point? Kind of drying. What's that? Did you eat, eat it at that point? Like, I did. I had did? pretty bad acne really? when I was in high school, and um, uh, and they put so much makeup on my face, and, I, and the things I never saw the infomercial, but every because it was always playing at weird hours, and but people the next day would always come to class and be like I saw you on TV last night and it was like this big deal oh the other thing is um, do you remember the Snapple lady yeah Wendy? And she yeah. used to read letters yeah so I wrote her some poems um, and sent them and she sent back a like signed photo and then for like the Columbus Day parade she called me and said we would love to have you in the parade and I was like wow and it was just like that was like the biggest deal to meet the Snapple lady and to have a signed shirt from the Snapple lady so you sold out to, to Snapple, Snapple and, and Proactive Columbus Day yeah yeah and, and uh, that was like my, those are my early yeah credits. that's I mean that's pretty that's pretty random pretty good you know what I'm gonna um, since you're here in front of me I'm gonna declare you great the real Christina yes. Wong if Thank if you. she was here I'd probably well, you know, I'm weak. 
So, um, and I don't like confrontation. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you have uh, going on? What do you have coming up? Well, completely unrelated. See, it's all this yellow fever stuff is just bait. Mm. They get people go, okay, you're looking at me? Great. Let me tell you about this new show. And it's called The Wong Street Journal. And basically, I went to northern Uganda where there was a civil war. You remember Joseph Kony, this warlord mm. that was featured Kony in this, 2012. Kony 2012, which is how most Americans uh, know this warlord. Um, and that viral video, by the way, didn't really actually do anything to capture him. He's no. still hiding in Central Africa. But man, it was fun to get that thing retweeted. That guy got some money. Somebody got some money. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, that organization got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I went there sort of in this existential crisis of like, why am I doing all these shows about my life? And ended up making a rap album with local rappers in northern Uganda uh, that plays on the radio still out there. So I'm a rap star. And um, and that new show is called The Wong Street Journal, and uh, you'll, you'll miss it by the time this airs. It's going to, it's going to the Red Cat in L.A. It'll be the Miami Light Project, Miami, the Kimmel Center in Philly, and Intermedia Arts in uh, Minneapolis, and then more cities. But, if you but go to, I mean, will mm-hmm. they be like, will it be bootlegged and put on the internet or something like that? It's on the internet now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so you can buy it. And as I've learned, selling music online is not at all profitable but i i take those money i take that money and i send it to the producer in uganda and yeah. that supports his studio so and where can we find that uh christina wong.bandcamp.com and that's christina with a k k not, not a, a c, c. Nee, no for a second because place winner. Yeah. she does not have a rap album in northern uganda nope it's she doesn't have one at all i don't, I don't think though Mm-mm. i'd have to confirm and is that your regular website too yeah yeah, I bought all the christinawong.com.org.net. So if, if you go to Christina Wong with a K, uh-huh. um, you're going to end up at you. Yeah, you'll see pictures of me that are about seven years old. Nice. But still look like me today, Asian yeah, jeans, bitches. That's right. That's why I asked if you needed proactive, because I thought you, uh, no. you had oh the found of youth. Oh, my God, I did. Ugh. Yeah, I was like, it was like pizza face. Yeah, mm-hmm. pizza White guys mm-hmm. love pizza. Yeah, but I was just like, it's okay. A gross white guy will still date me in my pizza he, face. He, there's a lot of gross guys. Hey, gross guys out there, make sure to yeah. check out Christina. Check me out. Check come, her out. Come to my shows and come if you're upset shows. with what you've heard today, come yeah. to the shows and get upset with me. Pay yeah. for a ticket and then you can get upset with yeah, me. Yeah, send her your money um, for her stuff in, in, <laughs> in, in, in like just to show her how much white money you have. Yeah. And you know, just to teach her a lesson. Teach me a lesson show up by shows. Sh- sitting in the audience. Um, You could... Uh, uh, please go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jason Horton. No, please go, 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 go. And listen to, uh, the, you know, subscribe to the Friends Without Benefits uh, podcast. Leave a comment for Christina, how much you <laughs> love me. her or hate her. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye.